Welcome to day 313 of Shaped by the Word. Uh, we're working our way through the book of Ezekiel, and we've come to one of the most hopeful, promising sections in Ezekiel, uh, where God begins to describe what he will do once he has judged Israel and judged the nations to restore Israel and through Israel to restore the nations. Uh, we see a picture of him gathering a people who are scattered, providing for them a mountain on which they'll flourish, giving them new hearts and a new disposition and placing his spirit in them uh, in order that he might accomplish in us the very new conditions for him coming to us and living with us and blessing us. So he's not only given us you know, the gift of his blessing, he has given us the gift of faith that allows us to access those blessings, which is, mm-hmm. you know, beyond, you know, beyond any explanation that sometimes we as Calvinists get too, too detailed in our explanation and we take the mystery out of this and this is huge. Mm-hmm. This is a work that is beyond explanation and beyond uh, our ability to even comprehend, but we can look at the beauty of it and, and the wonder of it. Mm-hmm. So what he's just described, you know, in cleansing us, you know, giving us, you know, a, a new heart, taking a cold, dead heart out of us and putting a new spirit in us and placing his spirit in us is uh, vividly portrayed in a vision of, of uh, dead bones coming back to life. And as we read this, we're reminded, you know, of Paul saying, here's how God found us. You were dead in your transgressions and sin in which you used to walk when you followed the ways of this world and the rule of the prince of the, of the air. You were like everyone else, objects of God's wrath. And here is the way that we're moved from being objects of God's wrath to objects of God's grace. Uh, so uh, chapter 37 of Ezekiel, before we read, as, as we always do, uh, we, we pause. We want to hear the word of the Lord. We want to respond to the word of the Lord, and we want to be transformed by the word of the Lord. So David, do you mind lifting us up before we read? No, let's pray. Father, we do thank you so much for your word. We thank you here for Ezekiel 37 as we see this, this wonderful act of you um, giving life to that which was once dead. And we know that that speaks so much uh, of what we received in Christ Jesus. And so help us to behold your word. And in that, may you uh, cause our, our worship and our devotion to, to go away from the lesser things and to be fixated here on, on you because you are truly worthy uh, of our worship. We pray this all in the name of Jesus. Amen. Mm-hmm. Ezekiel 37. And the hand of the Lord was on me, and he brought me out by the Spirit of the Lord, and he set me in the middle of a valley. It was full of bones, and he led me back and forth among them, and I saw a great many bones on the floor of the valley, bones that were very dry. He asked me, Son of man, can these bones live? I said, Sovereign Lord, you alone know. Then he said to me, Prophesy to these bones and say to them, Dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. This is what the Sovereign Lord says to these bones. I will make breath enter you and you will come to life. I will attach tendons to you and make flesh come upon you and cover you with skin. I'll put my breath in you and you will come to life. Then you will know that I am the Lord. So I prophesied as I was commanded, and as I was prophesying, there was a noise, a rattling sound, and the bones came together bone to bone. I looked, and tendons and flesh appeared on them, and skin covered them, uh, but there was no breath in them. Then he said to me, Prophesy to the breath, prophesy, son of man, and say to it, This is what the sovereign Lord says, Come breath from the four winds, and breathe into these slain, that they may live. So I prophesied as he commanded me, and breath entered them. 
that came to life and stood up on their feet, a vast army. Then he said to me, Son of man, these bones are the people of Israel. They say, Our bones are dried up and our hope is gone and we are cut off. Therefore prophesy and say to them, This is what the sovereign Lord says, My people, I am going to open your graves and bring you up from them. I'll bring you back to the land of Israel. Then you, my people, will know that I am the Lord. When I open your graves and bring you up from them, I'll put my spirit in you, and you will live. And I will settle in your, and you will settle in your own, and I will settle you in your own land. Then you will know that I am the Lord. Have spoken, and I have done it. Declares the Lord. Crazy little you know, literary thing that's going on in the in the Hebrew, and it, it's it's also mimicked in the Greek. Uh, the word you know, rah, uh, you know, is the word for wind and for breath and, and for spirit. And every one of these are images in the Old Testament of the Spirit of God and the movement, you know, of the Spirit of God. And and so you actually have you know the word rah. Uh, here in this passage 10 times. And of course, that's another Mm -hmm. important Mm -hmm. Hebrew number about the completeness of what God's breath Mm. will accomplish. You know, it's breathed into us. So it's an incredible theology of breath, you know, Mm -hmm. throughout, you know, Scripture. Um, Whenever, you know, in Genesis chapter 2, God uh, forms Adam, he breathes into him and Mm -hmm. he becomes a living being. So there is life in the breath you know, of God, whenever we come to the New Testament and uh, Jesus is about to uh, pour out the Holy Spirit in the book of John, he mimics Genesis chapter Mm 2. He says to them, receive the Holy Spirit. And then the scripture says, or John says, and he breathed Mm -hmm. on them, Mm -hmm. which is a a reenactment of that. And then, of course, Paul will come to us and say, you know, in Timothy, uh, that all scripture has the breath of God in it. All scripture is God breathed and is useful for that. So through his spirit and through his word, he breathes life into us. And you see all of that, you know, acted out in a very, you know, vivid way here. And, and the words are just, you know, powerful. Mm-hmm. They're, they're poetic. So in English, we try to, you know, there, there's several places I would have translate, translated this, you know, much differently. But uh, you have three choices, breath, you know, breath spirit mm-hmm. or, or wind and all of those. Then you might even remember in Genesis, there's a mighty wind from God mm-hmm. over the face of the deep. So mm-hmm. all kinds of life-giving you know, images you know, caught up in here. Mm-hmm. But this is a picture of what we just talked about. You know, This is what it looks like to be given a new heart, a new disposition, have God's spirit placed in you. It's uh, taking that which is dead and not just a little dead. Pretty dead. Pretty dead and giving it life. There's still so much mystery in here, even as you're mm-hmm. reading it, you know, you're kind of like, well, what's it look like to become the new covenant people of God? It's like, kind of like this, you know, like, exactly. and like you're still kind of like, well, what's that mean? Mm-hmm. You know, like, cause that's just so crazy. And, and I think even, you know, to think that we were dead um, is a hard thing to kind of accept, but the image here, you know, you can't deny just how spiritually dead we were. It's mm-hmm. as if we were just this valley of bones. And then he comes in and does this great work, which is so unbelievable. Even then, you know, Jesus speaks of, you know, kind of that, that being born again, you know, that there's a, there's a physical, you've been born, but there's, a, there's another birth and another life that only comes from him. And mm-hmm. so to see kind of that all tied together is so well, it's awesome. And, and, and don't miss this, you know, as long as we're going to do, you know, John chapter three, mm-hmm. you know, 
and don't miss the fact, you know, that uh, Nicodemus says, well, how can you possibly do that? And he said, you are Israel's teacher. Yeah. The wind blows where it will, yeah. mm-hmm. and you see its effects, even though you don't know where it's coming from or where it's mm-hmm. going. Mm-hmm. And so you have, you have again, a reference here to Genesis, you know, mm-hmm. how can you be born again? And Jesus is saying, the Spirit of God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It blows in. You know, it's interesting to me in 11, when, you, you know, he's telling the prophet these bones are Israel and their bones are dried up, their hope is gone, and they're cut off. That's what they're saying. Yeah, they're, they're saying, saying that. This is this is too much, God. Yeah. We're in exile. Our bones are dried. We have no hope. Mm-hmm. Said so you've, you've discounted one thing. Mm-hmm. No, God's spirit. The and God it's the his, living God. Right. And then to think that it is by God's spirit that we were brought a lot to be alive that we're given hope that we're you know brought back in and then all that he does in the bringing in um giving them the land that will flourish again this is all you know god's work and it's what he does by his again, spirit the restoration not only of, of, mm-hmm. of humanity but the record you know, restoration of, of creation of the garden you know, and, yeah. and the kingdom of god is always expressed as god's you know god's gracious rule over god's people and mm-hmm. and you know god's place you know, for his glory, for their joy, and for the sake of the nations, and uh, mm-hmm. you see, you see that full restoration, you know, taking place here, and and just the reminder that you know, uh, I, you, you have to love, you know, what Paul said about you know the word of God as being God breathed mm-hmm. as well, you know that it combined, you know, there's a double there because the Spirit of God is the one who has spoken the Word of God, and the Spirit of God is also the one who ministers the Word of God to us, and it's the Spirit of God that gives life. Mm-hmm. And restores. When we, we talk about prophecy, we often you know, talk about, you know, is prophecy literal or figurative? Mm-hmm. And the answer is yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, this is, in, in, in one way, this is a picture of mm-hmm. the restoration that takes place in us mm-hmm. when he gives us, he takes out of us a heart of stone, gives us a heart of flesh, you know, renews a steadfast spirit in us and puts his spirit in us. It's a picture of that, which is spiritualizing the text. But it is also a physical reality, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that in the middle of, you know, this age, there was one man who was raised from the dead in new life in order to give us hope. And we too, one day, will be resurrected and restored. Mm-hmm. So it is both, you know, resurrection is both a, a spiritualized reality, mm-hmm. you know, and a, and a physical reality. And it comes together and you begin to see how, uh, you know how the ancient prophets use these images, in uh, in, in both very literal ways and in, in ways that are you know, far beyond you know, far beyond that. Mm-hmm. And so it's a perfect picture of all that. Mm-hmm. Well, it's been a fun week. We we finally yeah. have gotten past judgment into restoration. <laughs> and restoration is you know kind of exciting. Mm-hmm. I think we had David pray us into the section. Why not have David pray yeah. us out? Let's close the week. We uh, look forward to you. We've provided a psalm uh, or you know some psalms for you to read. Uh, and I think we're in Psalm one nineteen now. So I think you're reading mm-hmm. kind of uh, in the middle of uh, the the longest chapter in all of scripture mm-hmm. every verse of it is dedicated to the beauty of god's word and uh, it's an acrostic poem you know, that starts with the mm-hmm. letters of the hebrew alphabet and then has seven, seven stanzas for every letter and the alphabet so the perfection of god's word is you know, beautifully envisioned mm-hmm. that read a little bit of psalm 119 and as always we look forward to rejoicing in the word of god as the people to god together on the day of the lord mm-hmm. as you come to worship with us
David, do you mind closing out the week for us? No, let's pray. Father, thank you for the wonderful news of the transformative work that you're doing in us through your spirit. Um, may that good news never be lost to us. It may never become boring to us, uh, but may we, may we marvel um, again and again um, at the wonder uh, of the gospel. We praise all in the name of Jesus. Amen.